Just another minute. This is, is 8 o'clock yet? Huh? 15 seconds? 59. No? You made a lot of money today, haven't you? Uh, oh, no. You spent a lot. Spent a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Went out for lunch, for dinner. Oh. Sponsoring this year also. Nice. <laughs> 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 I'm good Sponsoring Yeshua Zechonismus, all those Jews who gave up their lives in the restaurants on Central Avenue. Say, <laughs> let's learn. I already have come to accept that we're not going to be able to finish and not even get close to being able to finish the story, learning the story, but Chalzos. We can, we can try to do as much as possible the next couple of shiurim. So that's why we're doing the Shippurimaisias tonight. We're going to try to move a little bit to cover a little bit of ground. But every single, every single word of the story, every single part of the story has so much... So try a little bit. We were talking about, of course, the... talking about the mice with the... the Akovish, the Zvuv and the Akovish, the fly and the spider, and the Indian of the Tzaddik's Neshama coming to this world of Efrat. The Tzaddik who told the story, Rabbi Nachman, was to rescue those Neshamas that are Neshamas that are Bechinah Zvuv, Neshamas Chalushais, Neshamas... Of Kolon Achasholam, Acharecha, Vaata Oyef, Yegeya, weak souls. The Shamas who are not able to escape on their own the web of the Akovish, of the spider of Amalek. And And we were learning in the story that the story begins with the Mulhamas Kvedas, with the with the very heavy and difficult battles that the king had won. And and he was making the annual ball, this celebration of the kibushim that he made. And not only was he celebrating the fact that he was successful in his campaign, but that he was able to take many prisoners. Who are the Shvuyim? Who are the Shvuyim? Who are the ones that were taken by the king? The Shvuyim of the, of the Tzaddik, of the Melech. So... The tzaddik, as we learned, the tzaddik is here in the world primarily to rescue, to take out nefashas, souls that are lost in the world of the Sitra and to bring them to him, to take them captive. The tzaddik captivates and takes as his, as his people those neshamas that were 
for their entire lives were held captive, were working for the Sitrach for the other side. And the Tzaddik, the Melech, the Tzaddik is, is winning these wars, is fighting these wars against the, against the other side. And he took many, many Shvuyim. He takes these prisoners from the other side and he takes them to himself and he cleans them and gives them Nubbagodim. This is the Indian of the Tzaddik we see in Pasha's Pinchas. When the, when the time had come for Moshe Rabbeinim to leave the world, and of course there was a great crisis. Now what? Well, who's going to take over? Who's going to lead us? So the Bakasha of Moshe Rabbeinu, the Moshe Rabbeinu asked HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Yivkar Hashem Lekei HaRuchais, Chalbasa, Yishal HaEda. Very interesting way that Hashem is referred to in the puzzle. Yivkar Hashem Lekei HaRuchais. Hashem is called Elokei HaRuchais, the God of Ruchais. Yishal HaEda, a leader. And what's the, what's the tafkid of the leader? Hashem Yitzim, Hashem Yevim. Just says in Pesach, who will take them out to war, right? And who will bring them back from war? Hashem Yitzim, Hashem Yevim. And then Hashem tells him, "Kachas Yeshua Isha Sheruach Boy, Kachas Yeshua Binun Isha Sheruach Boy." Hashem says, "I have the man for you. No one other than your beloved Talmud, Yeshua Isha Sheruach Boy." So, Kaidem Kol, we see from here, and this is discussed in the Slanim Asvar. We see from here that the main criteria of a Jewish leader is not that he's a genius, although they're all very smart. It's not that he's necessarily charismatic. It's not that he's a great administrator or is a great fundraiser. The criteria of the tzaddik, of the true manning is Ish asheruach bo. Ish asheruach bo. That, that's what the Torah identifies. That's why Hashem says is the quality that's needed in a Jewish leader. Isha Shiruach, which the Slam and Tzadikim explain, this the present Rabbi, Yibbala Mechaim Mechaim, and the and Nesiva the, Shalom, the Tzadikim and Slam explain. Isha Shiruach means that the Tzadik is a person in whom there's a storm, Mamish, a Ruach, a Ruach Sa'ara, a powerful raging storm of Dveikus Bashem, of Ahavas Yisrael, of Ahavas Atayra. There's a storm, a Ruach, Isha Shiruach, and that ruach is so powerful that that it, it like like when you know when a tornado or a hurricane comes, it just takes everything, just takes everything and sweeps everything along. Isha sheruach boy is the number one criteria for Amanu Yisrael for the tzaddik. Isha sheruach boy, who himself was so filled with that ruach that he sweeps others along with him. And Yeshua Kach Yeshua Binun, he's the man. But it says in Pesach, Asher Yitzim v'Asher Yeviyeh. 
Just a simple pshat, he takes them out to war, and he'll bring them back from war. But the tzaddikim say, means that the union of the tzaddik is that the tzaddik knows how to take a person out of the sitra'achim. To take a Jew who's mamish lost in Tumma, who's lost in the most disgusting things, and the tzaddik has the ability, to bring him out of that disgusting place that he's in. And what? And to bring, and to bring the Jew to something better, to something much, much more beautiful. That's the meaning of the tzaddik. And with that great ruach that he has, the ruach sa'ar of the tzaddik, He's able to sweep, to schlep even the worst and lowest people out from their place in the Sitra and to take them with these kibushim, with these conquests of the heart and of the mind, of the spirit, to take them out of the Sitra of the of that web of the Akavish, of that danger of Amalek, Hashayavim. And to bring them into a different life, to bring them to a different world, to a different life. That's the union of the tzaddik. And that's exactly the kibush that Rabbi Nachman is talking about here. But there's something deeper than that, also. Something deeper than that. The midas din is in the way. And the dinim and the gvuris of this world are in the way of the tzaddik. Sof the tzaddik is reaching out to people who are very often unworthy. They're unworthy. They don't have the schus. They don't have the schus to, to switch from the sitra to the sitra dekdusha. They're not worthy. So the Indian of the, of the tzaddik is to be kaivesh. Now the kibush here of the Sitra doesn't only mean of our enemies, of Amalek. It means the Kibush of the Midas Adin. And that's what the Swarm talk about. Because regarding that Kibush, it says in the Pasuk, and we dive in the whole Slichas, there's all we're diving for. Yich Bishu Rachamecha es Midasecha. Yich Rachamecha. All that Sadiq is doing his whole life is to daven and daven to be Malamis Chus on Jews to find the Nekudas Taibas in Jews, to be able to praise the Nimusim, the mannerisms, and the Hanhogis of Jews. And through that, to bring about a Kibush. And the Kibush here is to transform the Midas Adin into Midas Arachna. That's the greatest Kibush of all. Midasecha means Midasadin. Midasecha means that Akash Baruch Hu has the right, it's his right, to exact punishment according to what that person did wrong. And all that Tzaddik does, like we see this Indian of Maishu Rabbeinu, when we look in Chumash, there's a Maishu Rabbeinu's whole Indian, Avram Avinu's whole Indian. Avram Avinu goes out, Mamish, for the people of Stom. Right? Two of these, the, the biggest Rishoyim, the people of Stom. And Avram Avinu, Shoifet Kolaris, Yahat Loyas, and Mishpat, is to try to transform the Midas Mishpat, the Midas Adin. That's called a Kibush, the greatest Kibush. Yichbeshu Rachamechas Midesecha. And it's the whole Asak of the Tzaddik. Kibush, the Svarim say, 
this is a more in our times I recall once Rabbi Yaakov Meshecht another, another tzaddik said that kibush is lotion of a kvish like kvish echad right what's a kvish it's a road what's that kvish that the tzaddik when he takes the shvuyim he takes the shvuyim to this kvish what's the kvish the name of the street is Derech Tshuva Hereza. That's the name of the street, not Kvish Echad, is Derech Tshuva Hereza. The path of Tshuva, the Kvish. The Kibush of the Tzaddik is to bring even the lowest Russia to that Kvish, to transform the Midas Adin through being Malamet's Chus on this Jew, through finding the Nekudas Taivis in this Yid, and davening and crying for this person. And through that, he's able to take this Jew out from the Sitra, the Chshucha, the place of darkness, the Sitra Acha, and to bring him to that road. That Bemis is Kvish Echad, Hashem Akim Hashem Echad, that Kvish of Derech Tshuva Heresa, to show this person a way out of the Demyoinus, a way out of his delusions and silliness and smallness. That's the Indian of the Tzadik, the Kibush of the Tzadik. And therefore we understand the connection, obviously, to this ball that we spoke about last week is Rosh Hashanah. And Rabbi Nachman is talking about being Rosh Hashanah by him, by the tzaddik. And, and that's connected to Rabbi Nachman's trip there. Just so we spoke a little bit about last week. Now, Rosh Hashanah is, Rosh Hashanah is that day when all of creation is Mamlech Hashem, like we spoke about last week. It's the Akhtara, the encrowning of a Baruch Hu. Now you recall in the story that when the tzaddik in his dream he sees that they try they take his crown off and they break his crown. This is the Indian, this is the Indian of the Sitra Achra of Amalek to try to take the crown off of the tzaddik, to try to take the crown off of Kadjabahu, Kabit Shemaim, to throw it into the into the ground, into the dirt. The Avaid of the Tzaddik, especially in Rosh Hashanah, but all the time, especially Rosh Hashanah is to be Mamlech Hashem over everything that exists in the world. It's to be Megala to reveal Kvod Shemai in everything. That's the Indian of the Tzaddik. And to be Megala the Midas Harachimim, to tell the entire world, to be Ma'ara the entire world, and all worlds, that lays us upon the Minei, that Hashem is the Creator and there isn't any place without Him. And the Kashbaruch who to be more than me, the Sahavah, me, the Sahavah, Megal, the Toiv, and the Chesed, and the Kashbaruch. And the Tzaddik, especially on Rosh Hashanah, the Indian of the Tzaddik, the Avaidah, the Tzaddik in Rosh Hashanah, in this way, Rabbi Nachman wanted everybody to come even after he died, and in certain ways, especially after he died on Rosh Hashanah, because the Indian of the Tzaddik is to be Megala, the presence of Hashem, and every single person, and every time, and everything that's happening in the world. And everything that exists. And this is the Toiv HaGonus and the Bria that Hashem made. That on the surface you don't see that, but the Tzaddik is Megal, the Toiv HaGonus, the hidden good in all that exists. And Rosh Hashanah is the time that the entire Bria is Mamluch Hashem. Therefore, Rabbi Nachman tells in the story that <laughs> all of the Sari Melucha come to this ball. All of the Sari Hamalucha, all of the noblemen and ministers and officers, 
all the Sari Hamalucha come, come to the bull. Rosh Hashanah is called Boy Arlum Yavun Lufanach Kibne Mar. Like we say in the Sanatari Kif, the Gemara says that in Rosh Hashanah, everything that exists passes before Hashem's eyes. Every single thing that exists is being judged. All the Sari Mala and all the Sari Mala, Matin Mala, live quite out Svamar and Bedin. All the Sari Hamalucha includes everything that exists, but all of the, all of the, all of the kings of the world, all of the leaders of the world, all of the malachim, all the lifkar al tzvamar and bedin. Everything that's lamala and lamata passes before Kaddish Baruch and Rosh Hashanah. Those who learn this from know that Rosh Hashanah was taking place as the binyan hashchina of the coming year, of what that shchina can look like, how the shchina can look like this coming year. And everything that exists has to be part of that gilu of Kvod Shemai. And the Avaida of the Tzaddik on Rosh Hashanah is Ein Oid Mulvado, Hamelech. Hamelech, Ein Oid Mulvado, that everything is a Lukus, everything is Hashem. To be Makasha, everything that exists on, to, the, to, to, the, to the king, to Hamelech. That's the end of Rosh Hashanah. To be Makasha, all the davening of Rosh Hashanah. All the advice of every Jew, but in particular the tzaddik, is to be makasha, kol sari maila, kol sari mata, kol brui maila, and kol brui mata, all that exists in all the worlds above and below, down to the tiniest little cell, that everything should say hamelach, hamelach. And therefore we daven, zachreinu lechayim, melech chofetz bechayim, because the definition of chayim means that there's a chibur between the ruchni and the gashmi. That's what it means to be alive. When there's a kesher between the nesham and the guf. If the, if, there's no life if there's a separation between the nesham and the guf. And the Kosh Baruch as it says in the Zohar Kodesh, the Kosh Baruch is the nesham of all creation. The shechina is the nesham of all that exists. And without the shechina being here in this world, being revealed in this world, all that exists is kilo, it doesn't exist. So zachrein l'chaim, melechovetz b'chaim, because this tefill of chiyas, of chayim, and Rosh Hashanah, which every Jew davens for, but especially the tzaddik, is that everything the world receives on Rosh Hashanah, it's chiyas for the year. That chibur, that connection to the melech, malchem, lochem, it receives that hashpah. It could turn away from it, it could reject it. I mean, human beings are mali b'chir. But the shefa, that shefa, that light, that brocha of chiyas, of a chibur between Hashem and the world is Mizgala on the day of Rosh Hashanah. We're Bali Bechira to, to try to receive that, to accept that in our lives, to be Mamalach Hashem as our Melech. And therefore, all that exists has to come to the bull, to the big party. Everything that exists comes to all the Sarah come to the party. Now, we're told in the story that every that, that every melucha has its own shtick, right? It has its own shtick. These are the nimushim that are written in the sefer in the book that the king has brought to him to see the book with the nimushim, with the mannerisms of all the nations of the world. And every single nation that exists has its own unique interests. It's politics, it's hanhogis, it's language, it's culture. Allah Shetach, on the surface, 
these things, it seems to be like this is shtuyot, uh, like all of the different, uh, all of the different mannerisms of, of the different nations and their culture and their literature, it seems to be like shtuyot, what's the difference? What's the difference? But the truth is, the emiss is, Lloyd Dovareku, the Swam tell us, but the emiss is that in every single Indian in the world, and so remember we learned that at the beginning when we started this story, that Rabbi Nachman was saying how, we saw that Rabbi Nachman was always interested in hearing what's going on, what's going on in the world. He always wanted the latest news to hear. He would, the the Chassidim would come and tell me, he asked, what happened here, what's going on here? He wanted to know, not just like with the war, but to hear what was happening in the world, what kind of news was coming in. Because every, every, single, every single mannerism of every nation, the language, the art, the music, the culture, whatever it is, is somehow an expression, is an expression of the Shorish HaPnimi, of what that nation is in the higher world, of that Malach, of that nation, of what that nation is in Pnimi is. Every tiny little thing in every single people. Just as everything in the world has its own teva, this bird, this animal, this rock, everything has its own teva. And the teva that it has in this world is a bitui, is an expression of the shurish of what that is in the higher world. Because everything that exists here in this world, it's only after heshtalshlus of many, many infinite descents from what a cat is in the higher world, from what that rock is, in the Sharisha Elion of what and so it is with each nation that exists. So so even though even though to us these things seem like Shtuyot, like uh, what is it that what is it that that about England or about France or about Russia or about Germany, each of these nations and all of the different in Yana. We don't understand how in what way, but there's also part of Anhagas Hashem. And this book with all of the different mannerisms of all of the nations of the world. Now, what we were talking a little bit about last week was the fact that this whole show was a comedy. And Rabbi Nachman even uses the word comedia, right? We spoke a little bit about that Indian last week. That this was a comedy. It was a comedy. And this is very deeply, deeply connected to what we were talking about a few minutes ago. The kibush, the conquest, and how it takes place with comedy. And I just began to talk about this a little bit, and there's really, on each of these inyanim, there's so much to talk to be marach. I'm just trying, Rashi Prakim, to get an idea, a little bit to give over a little bit of an idea. Each nation of the world is unique in a particular midara that it has. The nations also have Midas Tavis. They're also good Midas by the nations of the world. But every nation has a particular Midara. We see that the, the Groh, for instance, speaks about the Shivim Kreches and Nefesh that correspond to the 70 nations of the world. And, there, and, and inside of a person, there are 70, 70 different types of Yetzirah, inside the person, 70 types of Yetzirah, different manifestations of Ra inside the person, because each one of us has, inside of us, like United Nations. There's a Tzad of Yishmol, there's a Tzad of Esav, there's a Tzad 
of France, of whatever, of, 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 of England, of Nicaragua, whatever. Inside each and every one of us there's a tzad, that midah, that inyan, which is the manifestation of the, uh, in this world, of something that comes from a shayrish aliyayin. Now the inyan on Rosh Hashanah, Rabbi Nachman is telling us, is to make a comedy of all of this. Because they would come and they would laugh about all of the nations and their mannerisms, right? That's what it says in the story. They would laugh. They would make a show and they would laugh. What's the joke? What's so funny? So again, I began to talk about this last week. What's funny is that all of these things look so unbelievably silly. They look so magusha. They look so unbelievably far away from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. There's no shaykhist to Hashem And and everything is so misnaget to Kedusha, it's so against Kedusha. How does the tzaddik make a comedy out of everything that exists? The comedy that the tzaddik makes is that he's Megala, that this thing is Be'emes, is nothing from nothing. He's Megala that all that this is, really Be'emes, is that it has the chiyas of elokus in it that gives it existence, that gives it life, but in of its own, it's narishkay. <coughs> the meaning of the tzaddik is that even when, for instance, let's say you are, let's say something happens and we get angry, we start getting angry, right, and we lose our temper. So the meaning of the tzaddik is to make a comedy out of that. How does the tzaddik make a comedy out of that? So the Midas that then comes along, listen carefully, the Midas that then comes along and says, this Jew got angry. That's, that anger comes from whatever, from Esau. And the anger is Gevur is, Shabagvur is, Mamish. This guy's yelling, he's all upset. It's a Midas that then, right? Now you and I know, and we've all learned, that the truth is that Gevur, for instance, we're talking about Gevur, that Gevur is a very Heiliger thing. Gvur means the ability to be misgaber, for instance, right? Because misgaber on the Yetzar is Gvur, strength. The Baal Shem Tov taught that when that midah of Gvur is in its state of nefila, then the midah of Gvur falls into a very, very low place, which can come out like this guy yelling and screaming that he's angry. So how does the tzaddik make a comedy on Rosh Hashanah? Because the limut schus of the tzaddik is to say to the Baal Shem and to the midah Zadin, to say, this guy is yelling. And the minister then says, it's disgusting, he's going to have to get punished. And the tzaddik says, ah, this guy has such a chiyas, he is such a minister, this person. He is such an unbelievable gibor. He has such kaychas to be mazgabe on the side of Ra. You'll see, give him a chance. And I'll show you Hashem is how many times during this past year this guy used the Midas HaGvura to fight against the enemies of Am Yisrael. He used the Midas HaGvura to be a Gibor, to be a Mizgaber, and so on. And so it is with every, every one of the Midas. So the Kibush, the Tzaddik is Koyvesh, the Midas HaDin, and transforms it, or is Megala, the Midas HaRachmim, inside the Din, by showing how everything that's Ra in a Jew, the emesis that it's Shorish is Toiv Muchlat. The Shavish is, it's Taiv. It's just a Midah Nefula. 
But it's all a little closer, but it's you inside of this Jew. Why is this guy cooking so much? Because he's got the Rebbeinu he's got the infant God inside of him that's making him crazy. So he's got, he gets crazy angry because he doesn't know what to do with the Midas HaGvur. He does not handle the Gvur that he has inside of him. But he's good. It's just that the Gvur is a Gvur in the Fula. And so it is with all of his, all of his Taivas that he has. So he's Taivas. The truth is that the, the real, real Taiva that he has is only for you. The real taiva that he has is to, is to daven, is to learn, to do mitzvahs. That's his biggest taiva. I, you look at this guy over the past year, and he was using his taivas, he was doing all kinds of disgusting things. So the meat didn't comes along, the, the, ba- the bad angel comes along, the meat didn't comes along and says, come with me. And the meat is harachimim, the tzaddik, is koivesh, the meat is adin. Ya'agoyle rachimachim, the tzaddik, yichbaish, esav, and esenu. Yisachshlech, b'mensulos yom kol chatois. And the emes is, this guy is a big bal taiva. But it's Shalom, you don't have a sense of humor? Seriously, you don't have a sense of humor? What do you want from the guy? You gave him such koiches, such an unbelievable koich, of, of such a taiva you gave this guy, and you put him into such a crazy world, and his parents are nuts, and, he, and his, and his rebbe, you know, whatever, beat him to a pulp or something in fourth grade, and then you're wondering why is he such a big bal taiva? His taivas are only for you. This is a joke. This should be thrown out of court. That's what the tzaddik says. The tzaddik says, Amos, look, I'll show you that he has a taiva. I'll show you that his taiva is for other things, not just for Rav. And the Indian of the comedy, of the tzchok, of the, uh, 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 is, is that, that it looked like it was something which was bad. It looked like it was something which was against Kedusha. And the tzaddik shows over here also is Melech HaKovet. Yovo Melech HaKovet. Yovo Melech HaKovet. And the Midasad then says, Melech HaKovet, what does this guy have to do with Melech HaKovet? He is Melch HaKovet. The whole year he's doing our various Melch HaKovet. So the, so the Tzaddik says, 100%. You have a Melch HaKovet. She has a big tither cause, cause, because of, of, of the circumstances of his life. But he's Gevaldik HaKovet, this Jew. And if we put him in a better place and you give him more of a panosa and you give him something to do with his life and you give him a nice wife or something, and you'll see that he'll, he'll give you Nachas Ruach. You'll see that he'll, he'll, he'll be... The, he'll, he'll be It'll be somebody that can give you mamish nachasuch and yovah malach hakovid malach hakovid. So Rabbi Nachman is saying this is the greatest comedy of all. That tzaddik is Isaac all the time in comedy, because remember we learned last week what comedy is. It looks like this, but the emphasis it's mamish the opposite. That's comedy. Comedy is when when something looks like it's like it's one way, and it, it, and I remember like when we were kids. They were still showing on television sometimes silent movies. Now you probably heard about that, but they used to show reruns of silent movies. Talk about like in 1961, 62. They were were showing reruns of silent movies. That's just when they were starting to use film. And they used to show this on television. And in general, my father father, uh, wasn't happy that when my sister and I would sit in front of the television. He didn't like it every now and then. I mean, he he understood. it's something that we like to do, and he would let us watch a little bit. But he, he thought it's a stupid way to spend your life. And he, he, but he didn't talk to us about it. He just walked in and turned it off. <laughs> there was no, like, uh, are you going to go to Derek? Can I do this stuff? <laughs> he just walked in and turned off the television and said, that's all. Show's over. Go play. Go do something. He's sitting here like a girl. So I, I can remember so clearly. I know I just thought of this. But I can remember so clearly that I was watching... I was watching, like, one of these old silent movies. 
And the Indian of the movie was that a dog stole a car. And the dog was driving the car. And like a thousand policemen that are running after the car. Like a very old car. And, and the dog is looking behind them and like barking. And the police are all chasing with sticks. And the dog is going like this. And, and I thought for sure that like this my father's going to be like... Because I was, I was really like, like 11 years old. I wasn't a little baby, you know what I mean? I'm watching this stupid thing. I thought for sure my father's going to turn it off. My father like took a look at it. And he started laughing. I remember like how... Because I very hardly ever saw him... I hardly ever saw him do that, like to laugh at something like out loud. And he started to laugh and laugh and laugh. And his eyes like were red. He was crying from laughing. And then he shut off the television after <laughs> But he was crying from laughter. And I remember thinking, like, this is, this is what he likes. Like, this was like, a, this is a good show. I know he liked to watch wrestling. That, Jeff, you, your father didn't like boxing. boxing and wrestling. All the, all the survivors liked to watch boxing and wrestling. And when I was older, I asked my father, he said, it's so geschmack to watch two goyim kill each other. <laughs> he told me first, it's like this. I have Hanoi from what can I tell you. It gives me Hanoi. I have Nachis like that. To watch these two guys go at each other. That, and there was this guy on, the, on, on 10 o'clock news, Martin Abend. There was this Jewish guy on the news, like pro-Israel, that my father watched. For like 10 minutes, Martin Abend. Boxing, wrestling. That's very important. Not only that, he used to, it was, Mr. Shabbos, there was wrestling. My father would call me to sit down. He'd say, sit down and watch, watch this. My father wanted me to watch it. He used to say, watch that, watch that what they're doing here. <laughs> he, used to, he used to want me to watch the wrestling. And uh, boxing? Oh, come over here. Sit down and watch what they're doing here. And then I asked him later on, why, why is it so important? He said, it's important to see such a thing. It's important to see to get clapped and sahaked like that. They should get beaten like that. That's what he told me. So... When it, comes to, when it comes to comedy, what is it that's funny about a, a dog that's driving a car and the policeman chasing at the dog? It's what I was explaining last week. That the whole thing is what? It's v'nahaf v'yichu. Purim is the, is the funniest day of the year because Purim is actually yishel tu, ayudim, heimim v'sanayim. But Purim, that they thought they are going to kill every Jew, and in the end, there's Haman with his sons. Actually yishel tu, ayudim, heimim v'sanayim. The v'nahaf v'yichu is comedy. The Indian of the Tzaddik is to constantly be making comedies. And how does he make the comedy? He takes a Jew that looked like he's going mamish, mamish to Ghanim. A Jew that looked like he's being taken off, he's going to be executed this year because he did all these affairs. And the tzaddik makes him in a half He brings him out from the Sitrachma. Says to the Bernishon, the guy's like, what are you doing? He's, this guy is so funny. Because it looks like he is so bad. But the is, I'm going to show you, Bernishon, he's so good. This guy is so good. Like that one that was brought to Naftali Rapshitsa, there was a, the Kalava Chazak and Naftali Rapshitsa. Naftali Rapshitsa said, Asham of Bagazan, I'm sure you know this story, I'm not going to. He said to the guy, Say, Asham of Bagazan, goes out, and the guy breaks down and cries, and, and he takes him out, says to his son, Give him some food, take care of him, make him feel good. All the other Sadiqim said he has to fast like 100,000 fasts. And Naftali Rapshitsa said, No, nah, give him steak and fries, give him everything good. And then he would come out all stuffed, this guy, this Balaveus, and he, he didn't know what kind of tikkun this was. And then Naftali Rapshitsa would say to him, no, no. And he would open the marks and say, "Say no." Ashan the Begadim, the guy would start to say, and then Ashan the Begadim, the Talmud Rabbis would say, "Tell me something. What did the Baruch Shalom ever do to you so bad that you treated him this way, like you treated him this year? What are you so bad, Takash Baruch? He was so bad to you. What did you ever, what did he ever do to you?" And the guy would start to cry, and it, and the Talmud Rabbis would go, By the time Rabbi Tzadok was finished, the guy Mamish passed out, and then he would tell the sons, "Go take him, put him in bed for a few hours, 
give him a bath or something, give him something good to eat, and bring it back to me. Round two. And that's... <coughs> and, they, and these Hasidim, these Hasidim, they, they saw this, and they took the, they took the Hathali Rapshtri as the Rebbe, because their Rebbe, who, when he was, before he was Nifta, the Rabbi Zedel Kalavis said that I'm going to be leaving the world, you have to go to a, find a different Rebbe, you have to get a Sadiq, you, you, you have to have a Rebbe. And they, and they went all over the place looking, and they couldn't find it, because he gave them instructions that they needed the Tzadik is that you're going to take for a Rebbe, it doesn't have to be all kinds of Torahs, you know what Tzadik Rosh said. But, not, doesn't, the, but if, he's a, if you see that he's a person, that he's able to, Mamish, take a, a Yid, who's the lowest, and the lowest, lowest, most disgusting place, and he's able to, he's able to shake him up and bring out from him a Shabna Bagadna Gazal, and to make him into a Yid, not by fasting, but by giving him something to eat, so then you'll have a Rebbe for yourself. Not through, not through punishment and through fasting. Give him something to eat, take care of him. But 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 kindness, Akashbahu's goodness. That's Yechbashu Rachamachas Midasah, the Midasarachim. That the Midasarachim is Kaivesh, the Midasadin. So here here there was there was not supposed to be any covet Shemaim coming out from this guy. Some of you guys, and myself that are sitting here, in a certain way maybe all of us that were growing up here in America, so it didn't like there was going to be too much Malachakava coming out from us. But now look, Baruch Hashem, we're learning Torah, we're trying to be good. What we deserve to live all these years with, so, with such tzaddikim. But you see, there's an Indian that the tzaddik and the tzaddikim, and through our tefillahs and our zaydis and our babis and shemaim, that there's a kibush like this to take shvuyim out from the sitra and to say to Gashbo, give this guy a chance and give him a chance and you'll see. In a couple of years from now, there'll be the other malachakov. Misa malachakov. So it's hard to understand. How can it be? And this, this is the tefillah we say Rosh Hashanah when we begin Rosh Hashanah. And the tzaddik says, you'll see, Rebbe give this guy another year. The Malachakov will come. And that's the Ekar of the Tzaddik. To be Megal in the Kudus Tayyibus. All that exists in every person and everything, to Megala Kavod Shemaim, even in the in the Nemusim of the Umas Ha'Olam and so on, and everything to be Megala Kavod Shemaim, and to make a, a comedy out of all that's Ra. And there are so many stories like that. There are many that come to mind. I can go to Ma'aslech now. There are many many stories that the any of the tzaddik. I told you one last week about Avi Sol starts to laugh at the guy. There are many stories of the tzaddikim. Or when the, when, they, when the guy came into the Chayzim Lublin, I told you maybe a month ago, I don't know if you remember, the guy comes into the Chayzim Lublin, and he pushes himself ahead, and he goes to the front, and he goes right into the Chayzim. And the people are angry, there's a long line, and they hear the Chayzim inside there. It's laughing, and talking to this guy, and laughing. And, and the Chassidim thought for sure, when he came out, and he was a very, very pressed guy, like not, not you know, it was a very, like a peasant. And, he, and when he left, so they all went to the Chayzim, and they said to the Chayzer Rebbe, this is what we were zeched to see one of the Lama of Tzadikim, that this guy must be one of the Lama of Tzadikim. And, and the Chayzer said, who that? Yankel's a Lama of Tzadik. He's <laughs> not Tzadik, what kind of Tzadik is he? He's every, every Aveyor with the Raisa de Rabbanon, this guy does, he's not a Tzadik. So how come the Rebbe called, because when he, when he came into the room, the Rebbe heard that he, he was pushing you up to the front. And all the Chassim started yelling at him, get out of here, get out of here, whatever, who are you? And the Rebbe heard the commotion, he opened the door and he saw this guy 
And he called him, oh, Yankel, Yankel, come on, come on. He called him in. So they figured he must be, who knows, from the big Lama of Tzadikim, right? That the Chayzer called him in, and they heard the Chayzer laughing with him. So they thought he's Lama of Tzadik. So the Chayzer said, he's not, not Tzadik, not Lama Vav, not Lama Zayin. He's not, he's not Tzadik. So what was the, how come the Rebbe took him right in, and how come the Rebbe seemed so happy to see him, and he's left? So, you know, you remember what the Chayzer said? This is not for the Hasidically challenged. The Chayzer said, I love this guy. You see, you see, all of you, when you come in, you come in with such a marish chayra, because you're also brachin about your avayers. This guy has no guilt at all. He doesn't feel bad about any of his avayers. It's such a mechai to be with him, because he's mamish besimcha, this guy. <laughs> doesn't bother him. He's just like a happy, clueless sinner. And the chayzer said, it's not a good matzav, but I enjoy his company. <laughs> he's... It's the rest of you. <laughs> you see, he, he comes in, it's a mechai. Ah, there's nothing bad to report. I stole this, I did this, it's a mechai. He's happy. So what do you think? The, the tzaddik is like, the tzaddik is like, so if a person hears, a misnag, so the misnagim hear these stories, they go out of their kalim, right? They're, just like, they're crazy with these kind of stories. What do you think? The chayzer is happy that a Jew is doing a virus. But he was making comedy from the whole Indian. Not, not only to save the seed somehow, and he's trying to be piled with them, because the end of the story is they say it became one of the biggest Yosh and one of the biggest Ayyad in this, this Jew. Not just because of that, but for other Jews also to somehow, through him, to bring, to bring out an Indian of Simcha and of laughing, to bring out such an Indian that, that the Tzaddik is piled a comedy, Mamish. This guy looks like the lowest guy in the world, and the Tzaddik says, Yeah, but he has a Midas of Simcha. What was the Tzaddik saying? The tzaddik was saying, Shalom, this guy has a tremendous koyach of simcha. That's, the chayzer doesn't want him to remain a, a balaveris. The chayzer wants to get him mechal shabbos to be ganav. No, but the chayzer was saying that, and the other people around, they don't get it. Like, whoa, what's that about? This guy, he's happy, so that. But the chayzer was being piled something with this person. Simcha. <coughs> simcha. It's tremendous midas ha simcha. Simcha is the biggest, biggest thing. And through that midas ha simcha, the chayzer was somehow was spoiled to, to bring him back. We have stories like that with the Bermaim Chaim or the guy that was dying, you know, the Maestro, the Beshever Brachas, you know the stories? There are thousands of stories like this. There's a guy that was dying. It's a long story, but the short way to tell the story is that this guy is dying. What happened to him? He, so there was this guy who was a Shever Brachas and the, and the Bermaim Chaim was by the Shever Brachas. And and there was a, this guy was a badchan. You know a badchan? A, uh, you know, he told jokes by Simchas. He was very clever, very smart person. He was himself so was a tzaddik. And, and he went over to the Bermam Chaim and he asked for shoes. Rabbi, is it okay if I imitate you for a shtick? You don't know the story? Shim, you know the story? So. She says, okay if I imitate the Rabbi for shtick. So Bermam Chaim said, oh, of course, 100%. Yeah. So he's making a shtick, he's imitating the Bermam Chaim, and, and Bermam Chaim is laughing, everybody's laughing. He's very good, he's good. And then the guy made like a big mistake. He, he started to imitate the way the Bermam Chaim makes kiddish. Now, Bermam Chaim, you, if you know a little bit who he was, a little bit if you heard, his whole Indian in this world was what mitzvah? Shabbos, Shabbos. So this guy, the Barchan, starts to, he holds the kais, and they used to say that in 
that by the Beit Mamchaim, everybody had to stand like 50 feet away because when he would, he used to have, it'd take him, it would take him two hours to make Kiddush. They kept on pouring and he would make, and he was going like this and he was throwing the wine all over the room. The guys used to go all the way. When he would make Kiddush, they stood all the way by the wall and far away because he was, and, and so this, so this Balchen takes the, takes the kais and he starts to go, Mamash is the perfect imitation of the Beit Mamchaim's voice. He starts to go and everybody's laughing, he's spritzing wine, right? And everybody starts to laugh. Except the Beit Mamchaim. He pounded on the table and he said, Shabbos, you make chayzik. From Shabbos, you make me chayzik. Shabbos? So uh, that was the end of the party. <laughs> and everybody said, oh, okay. And they whatever, t- benched. And, and, he, uh, and this guy became mamish, fell down like deathly ill. And they brought him to his house. And the Cheva Kedisha came. It was terrible. He was dying. So some people came from the Chavik Adisha and they said to Ben Mamchaim, to Rebbe, he asked for he asked wishes and, and not to be mocked, but he, he, he's, a, he's a wonderful person. He's trying to make people happy and he's dying. Because the Rebbe's Kapeda. So Ben Mamchaim says, I'm mocked, I'm not Kapeda. So they went back and he, he, he came out, the guy's dead. So now the, the guy's wife, this, the room is packed with people. They're saying, they're saying vidu. They're crying. The guy is totally out. So now the guy's wife, the the Barchan's wife, she doesn't care. Rabbi, no Rabbi. She goes to Bermechaim, and she says, I, my, my husband's whole life he's making Jews happy, and he asked you wishes, and for that you're killing him with such a kapeda. So Bermechaim says to her, It's not my kapeda. Shabbos, Shabbos, Shabbos. Shabbos has akapada. Shabbos. So she, she said, I don't know what that means. Shabbos has a kapeda. You said it, Shabbos. I don't know what... I, all I know is he's a good, he's a good man. Like, why is he dying because of this? So the Ben said, listen, listen. I'll tell you. If Be'emes, if Be'emes, everything your husband does, like you're saying, is to be Mesameach Jews, just to make Jews happy? Really? And it's L'Shem Shemai? And you're saying it's not that he wasn't making fun of Shabbos? And it's, the, it's L'Shem Shemai? So then even now he should be able to give us some Jews as well. So she, she said, I don't know what that, what that means. He's, he's a guy. So he's like not alive anymore. Came out. So she goes back to the house and, and she, everybody's, everybody's crying and crying. And, not, and he's lying there like he's already dead in another second. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden he opens his eyes and he says... Will the oil lamp please make some room? The Malchamavis says, nowhere to walk over here. <laughs> what do you want the Malchamavis to do? He's got no place over here. Move away a little bit. Let the Malchamavis come over here. He made a joke. He made a joke like that. And everybody starts to laugh. Everybody starts to laugh. And then, and, you know, his fever broke, and he had, he had a issue with this guy. Because even, even in such a place, in such a place, Mamish, by his last breath, his Indian was, that people shouldn't get sad, he shouldn't miss a man. You should crack a joke and make people happy. What are these stories? With the tzaddikim, with the poil, and it's all to to, to get to the nekuda atoyv of a person. To get to the nekuda atoyv of a person. When there was a went into the kotzka, this this uh, the um. The Talna Rabbitson went into the Kotzka because the daughter didn't have a baby. 
The daughter didn't have a baby. She never had a child. She comes with her daughter. She brings her daughter to the to the Kotzke. So, no, not the Kotzke, the Lelover, the Lelover rabbits. So they come to the Kotzke. She comes with her daughter. They're wearing like fur coats. They're very, you know, rabbish, very fancy. And they come to the Kotzke. And the Kotzke didn't even look at them. He was just learning. And she, the, the rabbis is already getting insulted. She's a big rabbis in this thing. So, so, she goes, <clears throat> and, and the Kotzke looks up and he says, what do you want? What is it? Like, like, so she says, I'm the, I'm the lull of a rabbis. So he goes, so, <laughs> what do you want? So she's already angry, you know. She says, my daughter here says the name, Bas, whatever the name. Was already married for such and such a years, amount of years, and it wasn't so to have a child. And and my husband said I should come to Rabbi to. He starts banging on the table and says, "Get out of here! Take this bag of bones with you out of the room. Don't bother me. I waste my time. Get her, get her out of here. Take her away." And she starts crying. The Rabbitsons they, they they run out from the room. They're afraid. And and uh, the girl sits in this. Like she's crying. And the Rebbitson, she, she goes back in, like she's angry. And she said, you think you're the only big Rebbe? My husband's a bigger Rebbe, Rebbe Dovah He never spoke to a Jew the way you spoke. What did my daughter ever do to you? That you should yell at her? What do you, what do you say? Well, she came to ask, you should die and she should have a baby. Why are you yelling at Why are you doing that to her? So he said, bring your daughter back here. She didn't want to go, the girl. But the mother said, please, come back in, come back in. So she, she pulls her back in, they sit down. And the Kotzke says, listen, you should be zarech, Mr. Shem, to have a ben Everything should be good. You should have a healthy baby. Give her a big brach. Now the Rabbison says, I don't understand how things work here in Kotzke, what's going on. So the Kotzke said, when you came with your daughter in here, I felt that she is so filled with herself, with her gaiva, the Rabbi's daughter, it wasn't shy that there should be another neshama to come into her life because she's such a balanced guy. So I had to break her into I had to break her into a thousand pieces. But now that she was broken, so it's a shas kosher right now to give her bracha, she should have a, a baby. These are all things that the tzaddik makes the nahafaychu. It's all kibushim and shvuyim and taking and looking because the girl had an Indian of Yeshus and Gaiva, and the tzaddik had to bring out from her in the Kuda Toivers, that Bema, she's a good, that she just carried away with herself. But Bema, she's good, she's good, she's good. She doesn't mean bad. And the tzaddik has to bring her to such a place. There's so many. Baruch Mezbitsa, what he used to carry on with people. Mamash was a pachet, Baruch Mezbitsa, the stories. And you have even, by the Divichayim, if he would give you a slap, right? They were all fighting to get a patch from the Divichayim. The bigger the slap, the bigger the bracha that came down. It's a comedy. You see somebody's hitting you, gives you a patch. Why is that good? Looks like he's upset. He's angry with you. So, to part of the person off, for me to sit there. In certain places where the tzaddik was throwing things at people, I was throwing things at people. So all kibushim that tzaddik makes to get the nakudas taivas to find, to bring out in Jews the nakudas taivas. That that's what it means in the story, the comedy that's taking place in Rosh Hashanah by all that exists. But all that exists. So I'm going to continue next time.